is the Starting Why Podcast. Here we ask entrepreneurs, actors, investors, innovative, and artists on the why. Why they are doing what they are doing, what motivates and drives them, and why can't they stop. We will start in five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm part of Starting Why. And we have Joe with us. Hello, Joe. Hey, Michelle. How you doing? Good. It always makes me happy when I see you. Same here. <laughs> um, uh, our audience won't see that because it's an audio-only podcast, but we have video turned on during the recording so that we really get a conversation going. I can't believe it's the winter already. How is it going for you? How's the year been and what are you looking forward for next year? Um, the, the, the year was pretty rough. I had a lot of trouble from my back to catching corona to having much longer sales cycles than I already expected. Mm -hmm. But I do believe it will end on, as you say, on a high note uh, with pretty good news, hopefully still working on it. But good news. Also, I became a father again this year. Very Congratulations. happy Congratulations. Thank you. We welcomed little Ben in July this year. Wow. So there, awesome. there, there are now two little ones. Yeah. One of them running around in the apartment, the other one running soon, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be friends, I'm sure. Yes. Um, and uh, we actually had to postpone this recording because I had to travel for sponsor. Mm -hmm. And then I actually caught Corona there, which took me out of business for something like two weeks. And now I'm finally back again without coughing. And I can, I can really start working again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. How was your year? It's been really good. I mean, you know, it was a hard year for me because I have a deaf in the family. Uh, for the first time ever, you know, and, and I just kind of realized how painful it is for humans to lose, you know, one of their parents. So that was, uh, you know, sometime at the beginning of, you know, of the year. And then, you know, and also supporting the other parent, <laughs> you know, through the loss, you know, because it was just so such a shock. A little bit traumatized by it, <laughs> actually. But I'm glad that it kind of occurred at home and not at the hospital, because if it were at the hospital, I don't think I would have seen her. So I'm super grateful for that. I've also moved uh, this year, you know, so it's in big changes. Uh, just seeing how my mom had passed away, I just kind of realized that life is uh, really short. And I decided to do more scary and mentor stuff, you know, and uh, also... Another thing that I did that I was really, really grateful for is that I've always wanted to visit Lisbon. And, you know, like since a couple of years ago, when I finally traveled to Lisbon, which has been a lot of fun, just exploring the country, uh, meeting with people and checking out Web3 in the area. Really sorry for you lost. Uh, didn't, didn't realize you, you lost someone. We haven't been in, in that close contact throughout the year. But fortunately, we are picking that up now again. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think having digital twins will be pretty helpful in the future. You know, if we can mm -hmm. preserve memories of our loved ones, that would be awesome. And then I'm just being really thinking about life, right? How our parents born us and then you know because of that cycle of life you know we see birth and then we see their death as well so it just kind of 
regenerate in that way. So it's been super interesting. It's, it's been a learning experience, pretty profound. You know, say, you know, of course, you know, there's new birth, new humans, and then there, you know, then there's people, and then there's bodies that basically are gone, but you know, they're still alive in memory. So, you know, it it's just something that that I've、uh, I've learned. And、mm-hmm. you know, of course, having more empathy and compassion to the people who've gone through the same. I see. Actually, this this episode will go live shortly before Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, everybody! <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Really,、yeah. I love Christmas. What are some like some of your favorite food for Christmas? I've actually been to Berlin a couple of times during Christmas. And I remember going to, you know, different places and seeing. I think I had a I had a picture with Santa Claus in Berlin, actually. And I know that I think Christmas is celebrated, you know, with decorations and everything. What is your favorite、mm-hmm. food during Christmas season? In Germany, we call it Plätzchen. Basically, it's Christmas cookies, the homemade ones, and there are like zillions of different. Versions of this. Um, I, I'm now alive, eating solid food for more than forty years, and I haven't tasted all of them yet. Wow! <laughs> and, and especially the time when you, you when you bake them at home, when your、mm-hmm. whole apartment smells like Christmas. Plus, of course, not really food, but also very important in Germany is Glühwein, the mild wine where you put in some cinnamon, some cloves, and um some sugar and heat it up, and then it's it's a really warming drink. It's It's also if if you have ever been to a German Christmas market, Michelle, that's the primary smell there, right? This mulled wine, this Glühwein, yeah. yeah, smells like Christmas. <gasps> yeah, really looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, I love I love like the pumpkin pie. I know that I know that's Thanksgiving, but in the U.S., Thanksgiving is also coming up.、Uh, I love the pumpkin pies and the drinks at Starbucks. You know, also for for Christmas, you know, all the presents, and it's a little bit uplifting. You know, the vibes, you know, are are like just a little bit, you know, bright and red and green. So you know, people seem to be happy, and you know, there there is a season of giving, and you know, I think I think like I I just love like you know even having cappuccino and and like a croissant during Christmas is <laughs> is pretty nice. I also love. Pumpkin spice. It's, oh yes. It's, yeah, it's 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 actually like the unofficial start of fall when you get your first pumpkin spice latte, right? I just had that about a month ago, so I'm not complaining. Hmm. Um. Actually, I also took the、uh, Thanksgiving tradition from the US. That's what I brought with me after college, and not. The Thanksgiving Thursday, but the Friday after, we are going to have a big turkey dinner here in Germany. Me and my family, I'm preparing the turkey. I'm the ch- the head chef here. <laughs> nice. Yes, that'll be awesome. We are very close to the end of this year and have done a little bit review. What are you actually looking for in the next year, and how do you actually prepare? For what you want to achieve in the next year, because when I'm looking here on my wall, I already did a lot of planning on my paper-based calendar here in my in my office. 
Yeah, I, I've had a few things that I've planned, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm building metaverses, so I'm focused on education. So I think next year I wanted to start, you know, like just having, um, just getting communities together, teaching, you know, different things in a metaverse, having, you know, just like kind of just enjoying and having fun. Another thing that I've achieved to share is, you know, I think it's 2022, it's just really continue to create art. Uh, so as an NFT artist, I have made, um, or continue to make and, and be exhibited in different places. So some of my art were exhibited in Lisbon during the Wear Effect Festival. It's really grateful for that. Some of them are, you know, exhibited by Searchlight, for example, at the Web3 uh, conference uh, at the San Diego Library. You know, and then there's another one that is coming out. Uh, it's called True Identity, where, you know, my NFT is really about woman. So I'm, I'm, and I'm also, you know, basically uh, working on the nonprofit, focusing on the ocean. So our first route was Cyber Mermaid. So I'll be continue. I continue to do that, and I'm, I'm going to continue to do that next year. You know, uh, you know, going to continue to create next year as well. Uh, you know, so I, I think like I have been um, creating a lot to share, and I think I'm going to continue to to build um, and create next year as well. I also mentor, I have a, f- have a few accelerators that I started to mentor this year. Um, I think uh, Outlier Ventures in London, Techstars. So I'm gonna, you know, and then uh, also the, I'm still mentoring Berkeley Blockchain Accelerator and others. You know, I, I think it brings a lot of, and then also Ref uh, from Duke University as well. Um, it brings me a lot of joy to meet with different projects um, and mentor them. So I most likely will continue to, you know, to mentor and to advise different companies. Um, I think what I wanted to do next year is, you know, is just to have host op- uh, office hours where mm-hmm. people can book a time so that it's just more, you know, more efficient. And then uh, I wanted to focus on uh, more like metaverse creation, community building, and then also, you know, more like art creation, right? Just for the joy of creating. Um, next year, usually when I create NFTs, you know, it's kind of cool when people buy it. But even if they don't buy it, I continue to make anyways. <laughs> so a lot of the things that are exhibited are actually things done in 2021. I feel like, you know, um, the compound effect is real, but I, you know, tend to do things because I enjoy doing them, not because of anything else. So, so I think I'm going to continue that next year. How about you, Joe? Mm, I'm looking to get serious with uh, StartupRate.io and Startup mm-hmm. Raven to really completely support me and my family. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking at hopefully attending a few international events with a pregnant wife and uh and later a little baby boy i have been quite hesitant to go to like in-person events and when mm-hmm. i finally did it i caught corona so I've, it would be great if if it gets better the uh, next year and hopefully i can attend a few events i also have a few milestones that i want to reach next year and i already did a lot of planning in terms of um especially when I, when I want to take time off because there's always so much to do that I really try to have like a few days off each quarter. That's awesome. Yeah. It, yeah, it sounds awesome. Sounds it, 
Mm-hmm. You know what is so funny is that, and not in wood, is that I've been traveling since October of last year and have not gotten COVID. And then, like you travel for the first time, you got COVID. It's just funny. It 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 wasn't like that hard um, since I've been vaccinated three times, but nonetheless, it, you spend more time in bed than you expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I mean after uh, New York NFT New York, I think there were, everyone had COVID whom I spoke with and had a meeting with afterwards, <laughs> and I think that strand was really really bad. So please be careful out there. I'm surprised that COVID is not over yet. It's been three years, right, Joe? Uh, yes, I I wish it would be over by now, and 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 I really hope that everything will normalize um, during 2023. Like talking about uh, the supply chains, the uh, um, inflation going with it, and hopefully the central banks will stop raising interest rate because otherwise. 2023 may get a little bit un- uncomfortable, especially for the startups looking to raise uh, venture capital or rely on on new funding round. That's true. That's true. Yeah, hopefully the economy gets a little bit better in Web three space. You know, even though there's still there's a investors are investing less. Uh, however, the the amount uh, that are invested are more than the year priors. Um, so it's still pretty big. Um, and people are still investing in what three companies. So there, there is hope uh, out there for all the startups. You know, I, I know like every time there's a bear market, YC sends these letter out and it's super gloomy. But, you know, like don't get discouraged just because of the market. You know, I think if you have something great and you have traction and part of market fit, I think there's still funding opportunities. I do believe first it, it, it is not too bad if you see like only gloom and doom in the future and you prepare for that because then there can be only positive surprises. And secondly, I do believe if you can show that the unit economic work that you can be profitable, there should be a pretty good way for you to, to raise uh, funding. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think mm. as long as there's, uh, you know, you have traction and there's people um, attending, I think that's completely fine um that sounds uh, wonderful so for it's still christmas time what are you know so besides preparing for the future and uh besides thinking about achievement like in terms of your personal goals what are some of your personal goals and what are some of the reasons behind it right because i think this podcast is called starting why you know, are there any new things that you're starting? Are there new habits that you wanted to change that you wanted to start, you know, next year and that you're preparing for it? You know, what are some of your personal goals? Oh, there there is a lot. Um, first, I'm 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 not necessarily the person who just starts on January first a new habit and then keeps going until April and then it's over. Actually, I started when I see that I need it. Uh, so yeah. I started regular working out on the gym for my back a few months ago, and I'm yeah. still at it. Plus, I discovered the intermediate fasting for me um, to lose some weight. I had some problems with high uh, blood sugar, uh, pre-diabetes and stuff like that. And that's also I, I'm getting a handle on. Plus, I'm also looking to take one afternoon a month off just mm-hmm. to spend time with my oldest son. 
Okay, awesome. That sounds really good.、Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm just gonna start managing my time better, and、uh, you know, be more like super more e- like I'm I'm very efficient already. But I'm I'm talking about like ten x more efficient. <laughs> so I think that's what I'm gonna do. And and you know, I I, I was just telling、uh, Joe that I've been like you know a very perfectionist. And you know it, it's and it really sucks when you're editing audio because you know I like li- literally listen to everything and I want to make sure everything is perfect before I publish it. And you know it's just kind of killing my time because it takes a few hours to edit one. And <laughs> so when you're traveling, it's just hard to edit. So、um, I think I'm trying to like still figure a way to streamline that process. Sometimes I hire you know people to edit the audio, but because I'm a perfectionist, sometimes I end up audit you know editing their edited <laughs> version, <laughs> which is like terrible, you know, because I I just pay for it to be edited and I like literally just touch it and edit it. Oh my god! And and I'm just so detail oriented and it sucks. Um, so I'm gonna learn you know like how to not be such an anal <laughs> obsessive perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> I see. See, um, actually, would I'm also looking to be more efficient, and I realized that giving my complete calendar to Calendly so everybody can book at any time, um, meetings and stuff like that, that completely ruined my productivity. That's something I've stopped, and I、okay. have now dedicated pockets of time to do client work,、yeah. to have meetings and stuff like this. As a result, I usually spend Monday evening, Monday night in meetings with clients and and guests in North America, and I'm usually pretty busy on、uh, Wednesdays and Thursday afternoon. But besides that, I'm really getting work done. So, very easy things you can do that have a massive impact on your productivity. Plus,、yeah. I also realized when I write like a daily to do list, everything I want to achieve until. The end of my workday, whenever that is, that really helped me to focus, think what、yeah. is important, what has to be done, and then just go through it. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I minimize distractions.、List. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I have a to do list that I keep every day, and I have like three or four items on there, and that's it. <laughs> I know it sounds like little, but you know, I as long as I get those three or four things done, I'm good. And then, like, and I would have, you know, like marathon, right? So when I start editing audio, I was have, you know, I'll audit like for an entire day. So I have like five or six episodes done, like in one day, you know. So you know, but I, I think I'm gonna distribute that a little bit more so that you know, on my calendar, I'll have like edit audio on, you know, like I, I get very productive on Saturday and Sunday. I know it sounds really weird. And then, and then, like maybe、uh, nighttime when no one is here, I'll start editing.、Um, but other than that, like I'm usually super productive. You know, when when I travel is a little bit different. You know, I used to work at airports a lot, but now, but like when you、uh, travel and and when there's people around, I think it's just like a little bit harder to be on the computer. So I'm I'm trying to be better. And then, like I, I, and I try not to be so hard on you know on myself. And and if you're listening as well, you know, like if you're not perfect, don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, you know, I, I just feel like sometimes I would miss opportunities, and you know, because like you know, sometimes you just have to deal with life, 
challenges, you know, that you have no control over. You know, for example, right, um, if you have a hurricane and you, you wanted to get, you need to get something done, you know, apparently you, you can't, you know, and even the government postponed tax deadlines for you, you know, because it's really hard to go through a hurricane. So, you know, or, you know, or even a death in the family or, you know, you know, like even a birth of family, you know, I think there's certain situations in life where it impacts you and your achievement, right? So I think, you know, when those things happen, you know, like it's, you know, you're human. And so you have to have compassion to yourself and say, hey, you know, um, and just kind of push back accordingly, right? And say, hey, because I did that. I actually, you know, one of the things that happened was, you know, I basically resigned from a few things when my mom passed away, you know, because then I realized that they were not, you know, like first energy, you know, of the other party weren't really that well, you know, so I, I too, I wanted to focus and I wanted to do the things that I enjoy, right, which is art, audio, like, you know, podcasts, uh, interviewing people, uh, building communities and, you know, other things that I love, that I love, love to do. Um, so I just basically spent more time on those things, you know, and, you know, at the same time when, you know, like life happens to you, you know, I still do them, but a little bit slower, you know, and I think that's okay, you know, um, and I had to basically let people know, I'm like, hey, you know, a hurricane happened, I can't do this today or this week, you know, um, because we had no water and power until. <laughs> You know, and so I think that's kind of reasonable to also set boundaries, because if you say yes to everything, there's just no way you can do everything. And if you're still working with people that don't have the same energy as you do, you know, that's probably not good as well. Right. So, you know, that's one of the big thing I've done mm -hmm. um, to share. So it's been it's been a little bit freeing. But, you know, um, I do have a calendar and, you know, put in all my daily to-do lists and also a big picture list as well. Like where, you know, I like every year I focus on something that scares me. And, and then also one project that is more of a renaissance project that, you know, I wanted to do for fun. And, you know, I've been doing that for a long time and it's been pretty cool. Uh, you, you know, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes the universe answers your, you know, like answer your quest. Um, and it's been, it's been super awesome. Uh, and you know what, one of the most interesting sayings that stuck with me has been that uh, perfection is the lowest possible yeah. standard. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not that realistic. And also, um, everybody talks about focus, but what I've learned is that focus is just to say no to most of the stuff. That's something you just have to accept to say no. Frequently, no, and your life will get a little bit easier. Yeah. That, that, that's what I learned. Focus is not, I agree to everything and focus mostly my energy on stuff X, Y, and then do all the other stuff. It's simply doing only stuff X and Y. So, so Joe, um, since it's Christmas time and we're supposed to be giving, right? How do you say no yes. nicely and with love? Mm, that, that is pretty hard to do. I have to say, actually, um, 
a great example would be that a lot of people are reaching out to be guests on StartupRate.io, but I focus on Germany, Austria, and Switzerland and entrepreneurs and investors from there. So if they're not from there, I have mm -hmm. to tell them, you're an amazing entrepreneur, you're an amazing venture investor, but unfortunately, I only focus on this geography. That's it. And then Joel sends That's it to me it. to review them. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did this in the past, right? I know, I know. It's kind of funny. So if, if you're listening to this and you, if you're not, you know, one of the startups in VC in that geographic uh, location, then, you know, Joe is going to refer you to me. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> But, but the funniest thing is that sometimes they don't follow through because I think they love you more than they love me. I, I, it's it, that's what it seems like. It's kind of funny. Really, <laughs> people love you. Oh, awesome! Yeah, like, I, gave them, <laughs> I gave them the the Calendly link, and I'm like, oh, I want to interview you. And then you know, you know, but, but I'm known to ask a lot of hard questions. So if I do like interview you, like I just wanted to go to the bottom of the truth. <laughs> So. I, I'm more of the guy who likes to focus on the positive things because if I do understand one thing, that startup life is already pretty hard. And I, and I don't want to bash the people when they're coming into my podcast. There are more than enough people out there who try to make a career out of bashing people, criticizing people. But there's also a saying that's stuck in my mind. There was never a statue built for a critic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I guess, you know, I, I mean, sometimes it's tough love. Sometimes, you know, it's like support. I mean, I've been like, tried to be a little bit more, you know, use a lot of more encouraging terms lately or this year, you know, because I think a lot of people give up. And, you know, I wanted to kind of see more, you know, like one thing is, it's like when, when startups, some, sometimes when they don't like raise money, they just like give up their whole entire project. And it just seems like they just wanted to raise money. That's why they want to do it. You know, I, I, I love more of the gritty startup founders who completely believe in the project and would Uber to make money, even though they're not raising money from the VC. <laughs> I know it sounds incredibly crazy, but you know that, you know, they're basically putting all, they're all into something. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, basically, that's also one of the things that I do. I try to focus on just a few things in life in order to get the maximum out of this. And I'm not there to just raise venture capital. I, I'm there to build something. I have a vision for the future, what I want to achieve. And, and, and I do believe I can connect better with people who have like the same mindset. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Awesome. And then what are you doing next year? Like, do you, so like one thing I do is like, I also journal besides doing the to-do list because, you know, I want to focus on the mind and not just the action behind it. And I feel like journaling or even, you know, setting up my intentions are really important before I do something. So, you know, I also complement that with, you know, with that background and what I want to see in the future, right? So January is approaching, New Year is approaching. I know a lot of people set New Year resolutions and then they forget about them. But what are what are some like what is one thing that you wanted to see accomplished next year or one goal 
you know, that you wanted to actualize next year? There are several goals. One of them, I want to turn my podcast into my main source of living. Secondly, I want to start startupraven.com as a real startup. Right now, I'm only looking for signups, which is actually going pretty well, I have to say. Yeah. And want to spend more time with my sons. Mm-hmm. I, That's awesome. I have been working quite a lot, especially since I left my corporate job as consultant. And I realized I did not spend enough time with my family and my children. And so I have to optimize yeah. my work to get more time for them. For example, I stopped completely working on the weekends for them because either I have time for them or I spent the time relaxing and sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) You need the energy, right? You just inspire me. I I wanted to spend more time with my family next year. So I think that's what I'm going to do in January. Thank you. And and, uh, (laughs) basically here in Germany, Germany will be like almost shut down between December 24th and uh, January 1st because between Christmas and New Year's Eve, a lot of people will take time off, spend time with the family and so on and so forth. I usually, when I drop off my mom at home after the holidays, I've spent one or two days there and do really a sleep marathon. I, one year I achieved 16 hours nonstop sleeping. That was amazing. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, it is. <laughs> I wonder if I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we should time ourselves and see how long we can sleep. Oh, well, one more question, because we are very, very close to the holidays, but some people may have a prime membership of an online seller and can still get goods delivered. What's the best Christmas present you have seen this year or that that, that you're going to give out to somebody you love? <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about NFTs. Uh, so... I think I'm gonna make some uh, mint some NFTs, you know, and then and then give them out. I think you know that's what I would uh, would give out for people. Mm-hmm. Since I you know I create art and I make them, uh, you know, I think it you know people could learn about how to get a Meta MetaMask wallet, and then how to claim the NFT, you know. So I think that would be you know super awesome. So and you know I, I recently took some photos on in Lisbon, so I might actually mint those. And serve and use those, and you know, to serve as Christmas presents. That's pretty cool. For me, I could rediscover my childhood when you have two little sons, and you you, you browse the potential Christmas presents. <laughs> you feel like Aww. a kid again. It's so amazing. It's awesome. I I I I'm really bubbly when I buy Christmas presents for my family and kids. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. I actually was thinking about getting myself a Wacom just so that I can draw on the pad. But it's kind of like Christmas gifts, like when you do those like, you know, top 10, 20 lists. I mean, those are kind of fun and it just kind of give you some sense of joy for some reason. And I mean, not to be materialistic, you know what I mean? But to just to get you into that season, that feeling good, you know, the inspiration and anything could happen in the future. You know, it kind of brings you to that childhood light, like you said. Mm-hmm. That That is actually taking me to another important point for me this year, because um, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, the holidays start more or less with Thanksgiving. We also celebrate here. Yeah. And then a lot of to-dos, a lot of stress, bam, it's Christmas. 
and I try to enjoy <laughs> more the time between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. That that's one of my goals, and I, I've already set the wheels in motion to do that. <laughs> awesome. I mean, you're so productive. I've always like you always have everything planned out and. Everything is calendar out. That's awesome. You know, like, yeah, I. It's kind of funny because, like, you know, when I'm doing a little bit of the opposite, but I'm trying to balance that because, like, I was going from like a, a perfectionist to a redeemed perfectionist. <laughs> you know, where, you know, like, cause I, I, I don't know. Like, I, when I was a child, I wrote that book, um, the autobiography of Ben Benjamin Franklin. I don't know if you ever read the book. So he organized his life. You know, like like a calendar. And I started doing that when I was a kid because I read that book when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like just kind of like going up, you know, like straight A's and went to college and I'm super productive, right? Like trying to get like a bunch of stuff done. But at some point, you know, I, I try not to do that because, you know, like you don't really give room for the spontaneous. And then like after a couple years of living in the unknown, and like just not living life where I really don't know what I'm going to do next year or the year after that. Amazing things, amazing things happens. Um, so like, because like after I left PayPal, I thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to like chew around the beach, right? Um, <laughs> you know, and that was it. I didn't know that one day I would work with so many startups. I didn't know that I would work on the Loving AI project or even Robots Without Borders, you know, a lot of AI. Even distributed computation projects. I mean, those are all like random, you know? So I think like it's cool to be disciplined, but it's always cool to leave room for a little bit of, you know, like let yourself and allow yourself to live in the unknown, you know, and, and, and you don't really know how things will connect in the future, but they do, you know? So I'll be working on a casual AI project uh, that, that, you know, it's like, how do we let a, uh, how do we teach or train AI to learn, you know, causation, right? And, you know, that's something that I didn't really expect it, you know, but because I was working on, at, on the Loving AI projects and, you know, a few of the other digital AI projects, you know, that was kind of random, you know, like those experiences give me some background and, and you know, new beliefs and perception about what AI and robots could do. So, you know, like just kind of be, you know, stay a little bit open-minded as well, I would say. That, I do believe, are some pretty good closing words because we were recording for already more than 35 minutes. If you do have to... <laughs> it's kind of fun talking to you. Yeah. I, know, I think if we don't here. have a time limit, it'll be forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> actually, let's do something. Let's get together early next year and do another recording how we are proceeding with our plans and how much time we get to spend actually with our family during the holidays that sounds awesome mm -hmm. thank you and, and thank you everyone i hope that you have an awesome time during the during the christmas season and new year holiday season and that you get to spend time with you know your family and enjoy a lot of the food that you get to eat Make sure to like us and leave us a review. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. But yeah, I'll be awesome if you do. And thank you, everyone. Happy holidays. Thank you, everyone. Happy holidays. Frohe Weihnachten, guten Rutsch. Bye-bye. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye-bye.